0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part two of my interview with the wonderful comedian and promoter Mark Burkwood. Before we get into that though, if you would like to see live comedy after this whole pandemic is over, then you need to sign the open letter which is in the link of this podcast. Um, It's Save Live Comedy and also if you have a comedy club which is near you, please go on the website and check to see if they have anything online for you to buy and subscribe into because they need all the money they can get right now because they are not going to be included in the 1.5 billion that the government is putting into the art scene at this point. All right, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the interview.
1: Populists don't find it underrated, but the people in power do because it pokes fun at them and they don't lick it. Mm. So, but yeah, any event over. (laughs) Um, honestly I could I could I could be here all night ranting about that.
0: No, but like as we should though, like Yeah, it's fucked up, it really is. I think hopefully, like once things do come back in whatever shape or form, we'll be more prepared for something like this to happen afterwards. Because no one anticipated it.
1: No, I don't think anyone anticipated how badly it would fuck everything over.
0: Yeah, so hopefully now, now that this has happened and we are starting to beginning to rebuild things up, hopefully we'll be more prepared for the absolute worst if it does happen again.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, hopefully we'll get things as back to normal as we can, but I don't think things will get fully back to normal mm. until the new year earliest. But I think we just have to find ways around it, like outdoor gigs, yeah, like just just sort of sort of online gigs as well. I'm doing them, I'm going to them, I'm uh, fuck it, I just need something, I just need something to keep me going. I know, I know you have your opinions on online gigs, and a lot of comedians do, and I understand that. But as long as what you're doing but, is still supporting. Industry, then that's the main thing. So, regardless of your opinions on Mm. the way people have been doing things now, as long as you're supporting the industry, that's That's the main thing.
0: And if like doing online gigs is like what gets you what you need to get off your chest, Mm. then fair play to you. Who am I to say don't do it?
1: Yeah, everyone has their own. But I think the main, as I said, I think the main thing is all right, fine. If you've chosen to take a step back during the lockdown and take a break, that's absolutely fine. But support those who are trying to, and I think that's the main message we can tell, because I know that there was like, as much as a group of comedians that want to keep going by doing online stuff, there's equally a group of comedians that don't, or are doing other creative outlets like your, you know, you're doing your podcast and your sketch writing as well, which has been fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's, I've literally only just figured out how I want to do that, because I know I've got your audio and I've got other people's audio. It's just about how I wanted to edit it and I wanted to think about how people are going to want to consume it. So, right. yeah, I've got an idea. I've now got an idea and I'm going to get quite a few more sketches. I'm going to get quite a few more recordings done. And then I think the plan is to get a few episodes out by September.
1: I'm really excited
0: about that. Like, I think I'm, I'm- that's I've got an idea for the name for it. Um, I'm going to start speaking e. to some. I'm gonna yeah, um, I've got. Um, I'm gonna speak to someone about the artwork. It's gonna be, inter- It's gonna be an interesting one. It's gonna be an interesting. One. I'm gonna try and get about maybe six episodes hour once, and then go from there.
1: Is that gonna be so all on YouTube? No, nah, right? it's gonna be
0: on. Um, it will be uh Well, obviously it's gonna be an audio. It's gonna be an audio one. So it's gonna oh, be it could, um, Yeah. Spot-tized. Yeah. On the audio. So. There may be a YouTube video on on there, but there will be mainly just in the podcast apps. But yeah, that's been a long time coming, and that that's t- that's um taking up a lot of thinking space actually about how I'm going to do that and make people want to in a way that people would want to potentially listen to it because no one will sit down for fifteen minutes listening to weird sketches. It's like it's got to be. Very, very quick.
1: But then you got to think about maybe doing like a trailer for it to draw people in. Mm. So that's another thing you can think about. Like you can merge different episodes together. I mean, again, that might take a bit of time, but I definitely think about maybe doing a sort of short, snappy trailer. To yeah. bring people in. But again, all of that takes so much work. So you again, it- I've
0: got nothing to do during the summer holidays now. Like, yeah, it's so, not happening,
1: so what else am I going to do? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Now, see, that's what's depressing. There is no comedy festivals happening this, <laughs> this summer, there's none, no comedies. Ha- well, unless you count the odd outdoor, game, but it's so weird, isn't it? There's going to be none mm. of that this summer.
0: No, it's so and weird. I that's another thing. I am struggling to think about how proper Edinburgh the proper Edinburgh Fringe, I'm not talking about the main venues. I'm, I'm wondering how the proper Edinburgh Fringe is going to function after this.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's an interesting one because you all think about all the people who have had deposits that they've lost and, uh, you know, like how, in terms of the Fringe, how much money they have lost is summer over it and how they're going to come back. But, like, I don't know, they have certain sponsors as well. They They, they must have, like, taken out certain levels of insurance, I'd imagine. Mm. I don't know, like... Um, but we'll see. Like, I don't think they can commit to doing anything at the moment.
0: No. So speaking the of sort of like related to comedy, like how was it going into yeah. the pub for the first time last
1: week? Ah, do you know what? The pub, it was actually a lot better than I thought it'd be. I thought it was going to be mobbed. I'm going to hate it. But you know, so I went to a Green King pub and they have so many regulations in place. It was like, you could only go there if you sort of like book to table so and it was only three people per table right which is brilliant right so me um lee and my mate joel all went in there and yeah we spent there from about two to eight drinking to have that first pint was fucking glorious i've been yeah i find i've been drinking a lot at home but to have a proper pint sitting in the pub oh Mm -hmm. it's amazing Uh, but yeah there wasn't that many people in there because uh, they'd only take bookings. It was one one in, one out. Uh, toilet policy, hand sanitiser sprays everywhere. Well, I, think, I think they've worked it out. And it's it's funny because certainly my area anyway, out outer London, from what I've heard is there hasn't been a swarm of people entering pubs like many people feared there would. But if you go to central London in Soho, it was, it was absolutely mobbed. And it was funny, I saw this amazing sort of meme and it just said, do you know what makes this even more dangerous? Giving someone a stage and a microphone, <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously, it looks like a proper gig or like a, a concert. There's that many people. Fucking, okay. ah, so I think I think you know, doing it open up in central London, especially stuff like that. I, I, I think if you had it in sort of Green King type, because we were going to go to Weatherspoons but uh, they literally had queues outside the doors and stuff like that. And they, were, they weren't doing things properly because Tim Martin, he doesn't believe it fucking exists anyway. So well, sorry, I don't... they
0: were not Weatherspoons well, weren't doing it properly?
1: <laughs> well, from what I heard, they weren't. It was like, it <sighs> was just like people queuing in and they were just going, yeah, they let six or ten people go, wherever. It was just a word. It's Tim Martin. He just wanted to open as soon as possible. Um, but also what I don't like is the boycott Boycott Wetherspoons. Yeah. Because there's a been a lot of like well, there'll be a lot of people out of work as a result from that. True. And there's actually a lot of because it's interesting but yeah, Tim Martin has been a total cock during this lockdown. He's been a total prick.
0: You know, he... But Tim he Martin is not everyone that works at Wetherspoons. Sorry? But Tim he's
1: Martin not, yeah, is he, not everyone that works the, at He, But yeah, he's not one living day by day getting these wages and a lot of like retail you like a lot of these bar staff are members of unions and they've come out and said no don't boycott because we're gonna lose fucking money yeah like bar staff are gonna... and i i worked in a bar before and it's shit money but it's regular income and you need that especially now so like i wouldn't say boycott places obviously if you're worried about going somewhere yeah
0: and if you're going to boycott Weatherstones, right? You're going to get rid of the iPhone that you've got in your hand. That you're yeah, boy- exactly. that You're going to get rid of your. Are you going to get rid of Amazon? Are you going to get rid of basically every exactly. major corporation? Has a yeah. shitty head. Has a shitty CEO on top of it. You're going to stop being a McDonald's. Of them like, course oh, they, they do um, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. It's like you're not you're not hitting the CEOs' pockets. They'll always be fine yeah it'll it'll be the people low down and i guess they fucking know that that's why they can still function yeah the pub was a really nice experience actually and at done right it works very well Mm. uh because i know there's been a lot of people that have been scared about going to the pub because the whole how will you maintain social distancing anyway the Mm. to my view is we went on the lockdown too late anyway like, we should have locked down sooner. We So,
0: technically, been... we are in the second wave because the first wave has already... At, the first wave happened before,
1: yeah, before we even like, locked down. probably. So, we're probably, it's probably happened. So, I, I'd also, I just think there's... You know, the government's going to end the furlough schemes a lot. They're winding them down September, October. And so, there's going to be a lot of maybe smaller chains that are going to be struggling. So, actually, if you can go to the pub, uh, it's not as bad as all that, actually. It was actually really nice to sit down because me was meetings I've met up in a park before, and and that, that's been alright. And then sitting pub today, uh, today, so uh, that's how much I had to drink. I'm still on pub time. <laughs> yeah, it was actually like last Saturday, but it was actually really nice to sit down and have a pint and have some pub food and to mm. have some sense of normality because that's what I think I've been missing. It's completely thrown me out of whack, you know. Me being autistic, I have my certain. Wait, not that's like open, mate. <laughs> Yeah.
0: You're, like, t- you're
1: autistic. You should have told us. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck knew? You know. <laughs> um, but it's not like I ever mentioned it in my sets. Yeah, I, is it? and I have a fucking night devoted to fucking disability. But um, no. But I. Like, yeah. I mean, think it's, it's actually getting to some back to some sense of normality it was really important for me. Mm. And I, you know, when I go out, I wear a mask. I'm very safe. I have hand sanitizer. Um, being back at work has been the most dangerous thing, actually, because we have kids. You don't. I'm in. I'm in an early years setting, so all younger children, and that's my little bubble I've been put in at work. And they don't get social distancing oh, no, of kids, And and there's a lot of kids at my school who enjoy spitting. Um, <laughs> yeah. so oh, I was just like, no. Luckily, luckily, I was. I I I've been wearing some PPE, but I'm thinking. The Other kids aren't wearing PPE, so you're just getting there. Oh, like,
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, so I mean, this is why people are like, oh, we should reopen schools. Kids aren't kids, you know, don't have like they won't spread COVID. <laughs> kids without boundaries will, and yeah, they're walking. I mean, there's lots I love, I love children, I love teaching them, but they're working, walking germ pods, they are. Oh, yeah, they, they're carriers, and so I think you know, I work like special needs school, and so. It's really fucking difficult, actually, opening up schools. Like, it's not as easy as people think. No. So, yeah, I've had that to do it with since I've been back. That's been more dangerous than going to a pub. So, <laughs> at least I don't know if anyone got it in my drink. I mean, unless I went to a weather screen trial, I probably would get that. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, oh, yeah, but, uh,
1: hey. yeah. This was a bit Yeah. I, have you been out at all?
0: I've um, not been to the pub. Like, but I actually went to a friend's house a couple of weeks ago. A friend's house? A friend's house, yeah.
1: Oh, but is it like, or is that going to be your social bubble? With that my,
0: friend? What do you mean my social bubble?
1: <laughs> well, then there's sure. a rule in there. What? There's a rule, is there? You can only go to one person's house. Um. <laughs> oh, dude. Someone has a, oh, fuck it. I haven't been following it. All right, like, it's sorry. a,
0: um... Yeah, man, do you know what? It had to be done. It genuinely just had to be done. I mean, yeah, it was one of those things where I followed the rules for so long, but we just had to do it. We had to get out of our system and we had to get back to some sort, as you said, some sort of normality.
1: Normality, yeah, that's what it
0: is. Yeah, and it was the best decision I think me and my friends made.
1: Nice, nice, (laughs) absolutely. You sit there and be proud of that, yeah. Yeah, I do 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 want to, my next thing
0: is to go to a pub. That's my next one.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, um, yeah, we we should totally like go to a pub sometime. Just just, just again, sense yes. of Uh let's, I'd love to. Have... Let's
0: plan it after the uh, once we come off this.
1: Yes, I'm totally up for getting a pint somewhere. Yes, uh, that would be that would be amazing. But, yeah. So,
0: um, we are here as always <laughs> for a specific reason.
1: I love the fact that this you you go on about this podcast, meant about, about reviewing a movie, but we spent most of it well to <laughs> Like, it's like this podcast is going to be about reviewing a particular movie. Mark, you have to watch the movie. Mark, you have to. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it this afternoon. And he's like, okay, how have you been? Let's have a general chit chat. Like, fuck's Wow. Let's get out of it. It happens every time. It happens every time on your podcast. Yeah,
0: it does. But you know. Hey, if it
1: works, hook. it works. That's <laughs> the
0: hook, man. That's why yeah. people want that's why people occasionally <sighs> listen. I, I actually got back in the charts again this week. Hey, what number are you? Hundred ninety-nine comedy interviews with hey. British in the British podcast chart thing. So um the Happy Time Murders, it's stars so Melissa McCarthy and it's essentially Muppets with blood. And
1: tits. Do you know what? It reminded me of Avenue Q. It reminded
0: um, me of Avenue Q meets Sin City.
1: Yes, because Avenue Q, although there was like some weird sort of sex stuff going on, it wasn't as like violent. Um, no. But I actually quite enjoyed it. I actually, do you know what? Like, because after watching Doctor Dooloo, I was like, oh, what the fuck is he saying <laughs> 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 no offence David but that was that was very good well, but I when I, 5 or
0: whatever it
1: was yeah fuck knows what it was however many movies yeah. I made about that uh, but no I actually quite enjoyed it it was one of my favourite films but I, I really like Melissa McCarthy um, I think a general good cast there was a couple of there was I think one of the the FBI directors was uh he's he's in community Oh fucking pays Stanley plays. in
0: the office.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean see I haven't seen the American office so I can't ah, that's another I thing I need to uh but yeah, no, no. I thought we had a decent cast and I really, really enjoyed it actually. I d I didn't think I would. But yeah, it was quite graphic, quite violent. Um but I think the puns were great, the little sort of jokes that threw out there. Um yeah. And I like the fact I like the fact that this movie outfits,
0: I've been waiting for this film for about it came out twenty eighteen. This film got announced in two thousand and seven. So it's had so many people like assigned to star in it and turn it over and like it basically got to a point where it's almost not gonna get made until like two thousand fifteen where they oh. announced that Melissa McCarthy has signed on to do it. And I am not the biggest Melissa McCarthy fan, so okay. I I was a bit, I mean, I, she's done some good films, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. not, but about a good 40% of the films that she's done have not been good. And that's still yeah. a big, that's still a big number. Um, yeah. So when I saw her attached to it, I was like, okay, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, the Muppets are going to make me laugh, but she's just going to be falling over. There's going to be like a load of fat jokes, a load of prattles, because That's what Melissa McCarthy does in a lot of Melissa McCarthy movies, right? Yeah. This, she actually surprised me because she didn't do very much of the Melissa McCarthy stuff. She was actually very reserved and very pulled back. Although
1: her character was addicted to sugar. But, so, it, there's yeah. a little bit of subtle, like, fat, fat jokes Drug there, ref- well, No, well, no, that was more of a
0: drug rep. That was more of a drug Yeah, ref- true. True. Like, um, and I think what helped this movie was the fact that it wasn't directed by her husband, who directed her, and Tammy, um, the, oh, wife, the pie. and when she's directed by someone that isn't her husband, she's actually... She actually gets told what to do instead of being given free reign because she's the moneymaker of the family.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I, I think it was, it was nice to see in a role like that. I think, I think, the guy playing that Muppet detective, I thought he was really good. I like the fact it was the, uh, it was a typical sort of cop movie. Like, I mm-hmm. uh, quite like it. Although, I mean, I know they're Muppets, but there was some.
0: Well, they're not uh, Muppets. They're puppets. They're, they're legally they're, puppets. they're not Muppets. Even though they're made by but the it was written, company, even though they're made by the Jim Henson company, they're not Muppets.
1: They're not Muppets. And I think it was important to make that clear because I was thinking, oh, yeah. is just gonna be like Do you know what's
0: uh, funny though? Like Sesame Street sued them. Even though the Sesame Street is still part of the Jim Henson workshop, they sued the they tried to sue the makers of this movie because in the trailer, or one of the original taglines was all um, no sesame, all street, and Sesame Street was like, nah, fuck that. We're not associating ourselves at all with this shit.
1: Yeah, because obviously Sesame Street's a fucking kids' program, and that <laughs> that was everything but. So like, yeah, I get why they had a bit of a a bit pissed off at that, but no, I I, I I quite enjoyed it. Um, I thought the the sets was quite comical. It reminded me of that Team America thing. Yeah, yeah, another <laughs> one was quite funny. Um. I love, I love the fact that they didn't take away from the fact that they were puppets as well. Mm. It was almost like, so when they were killed, it was like loads of fluff. And they, yeah. and they kept alluding to the fact that they were puppets. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I quite there love. There's a lot of social,
0: weird, so, not weird, but there's a lot of relevant social commentary in this film about the puppets being second, well, the puppets are basically ethnic minorities. Yeah, well.
1: that's, what pick, that's what I picked. That's what I picked up on, and, and I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: Yeah, it was great. I that was actually,
1: um, I thought, yeah, because I think and, it was funny. It was, it was, it was really deep at times.
0: Like, and so there was a lot of um, puppets, but well, humans, not valuing puppets, and making a lot of derogatory comments towards puppets. Like, I yeah, mean, um, I mean,
1: like the the only thing I will I get the uh, one of the downsides of this movie is. It was. I mean, I know it was like a cop comedy or whatever it was mm-hmm. meant to be. So I didn't like. I wasn't expecting an intricate, in, intricate, you know, plotline. But mm-hmm. like, like for instance, when that um, when that uh, puppet came in to see that detective puppet,
0: yeah,
1: it was obvious she was involved in the Happy Street. Yeah, Madden. like it was. It was fairly obvious. She
0: but was man, involved. that was. You can't tell me that wasn't funny though. You can't tell me that that whole situation wasn't hilarious.
1: Oh, it was fucking brilliant as well. It was really good. It was but I don't really know, good.
0: It's funny that you mentioned that you wanted a more intricate story because if, um, there's a Newsnight interview with Brian Henson, who directed this film and is also the son of Jim Henson, where yeah, so. they kind of address why the critics didn't like the film because they only like 25% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. And what he said yeah. was, in America, they do a lot of test screenings. So yeah, they what, happen they is, test what it, happened did. was, essentially, the film got tested. It tested um, they tested the film. Because of the test, they reshot it. They tested it again. They reshot it again and cut things. Reshot it again, cut things, made the comedy more. So it's not the film that he went out to make, but the studio basically
1: cut everything from it and they're going to made it a more intricate story. See, because it was Jim Henson's son, I was sort of like, I was expecting it to maybe have a more profound message running through it. And although there was social commentary on um, puppets being second-class citizens, I don't know, I felt like that could have been more... Because uh, with with Muppets, I know it, it didn't... Because he needs to he say, he's not his father. This is his own movie. So there is that element to it. But also, because they come from that Muppet franchise, every Muppet movie I've seen, there's been sort of this, like, profound message running through it or something.
0: And it probably was there at some point, but because the studio wanted it to be a bit more of an out-and-out comedy.
1: Yeah, but the thing's... That's what I love about, say, that Muppet franchise was you can be hilarious and still uh, be a bit deep with the way you were doing things and so i, th- I think yeah I, I, I suppose if the test audience uh preferred the more comedy elements to well, it the I more sort
0: of, raunchy, adult, adult,
1: raunchy adult raunchy adult crude humor yeah. you know throwaway lines like that was all fun it was all don't get me wrong like, don't get me wrong. Like, i didn't i didn't hate this movie um i actually really enjoy it's a very enjoyable watch yeah actually it was a very enjoyable watch yeah and I don't know. Like trying to think, what else I thought about it. Yeah, there was one scene where I just I don't understand why they do this in certain cop movies or like movie action movies. They always they're always like whenever I don't know they're trapped somewhere. There's always a really convenient thing that happens. Like in the ambulance, how was there all that chloroform? <laughs> like, isn't there? Uh... It's not fucking claw. I've never known ambulances down have the claw form <laughs> and a cloth. Like, I don't know, I thought that was a bit easy. Like they they're trapped in this ambulance. Oh look, there's claw form right next to them. And surely if you're a prisoner that's been shot, you'd be cuffed. And like, I don't know. But I know because
0: you didn't like because it was funny, they kept it in about explaining why there's claw form
1: there. Yeah, t- like uh, I guess that was, that that was quite funny, but it was just like the fact that he was there, I was like, that's a bit Easy, I don't know. No, but that's not that, that, like, that's
0: not that, like, dumb. I like, am I just assumed that that i has had like, no,
1: this, no like, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, my, my uncle's a paramedic, and I don't remember him ever talking about having chloroform in his ambulances. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't come up though, like, cause that does sound a bit obviously maybe it's a hidden secret. Paramedics have chloroform just in case the patients get a bit out of hand. Mm. I don't know, but like, I just No, but it's it's not just about that film. I I know it's just with action films or cop movies. Mm. Something very convenient is always like, all right, all right, I know it was about puppets and there was not not meant to be that sense of realism about it anyway. But it's like... What do you mean? What (laughs)
0: What do you mean?
1: No, but like, I know like with cop movies and action movies, there's meant to be some sort of reality to it. Mm. And I don't know, if you're in an ambulance and you're a prisoner... You wouldn't have easy access to crawl Yeah, know. I suppose that's true. Like, I don't know. I've been picky. I've been picky. I know. I know. I've been picky as well because that's just me. But I don't know. I, I I did. I did really enjoy it. I think there were some really wonderful moments in it, like that thing where R- Melissa McCarthy and that puppet detective fell into the pool. I thought that was. I thought it was really well done. I really liked uh, the fight scene. The fight scenes I think were that's great. So well.
0: well choreographed for a film yeah. like this. That was so well yeah. done, man.
1: Like, Yeah, it was. I loved it. I loved it. and I, I, love think the the that
0: only, I think the only downside for me was Joel McHale is in it and he's not given anything to do. He's the white FBI agent.
1: Yeah, the guy in community. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, he's not given yeah. anything to
1: do. I, I thought they should have... Because I liked the banter between him and Melissa McCarthy, but I think there should have been more of that. I think there should have been... I think he should have come into the film sooner, because I really like him. I really like him as an actor. I think he's great. I think he's very funny. He's a very I see, funny deadpan me, dead I,
0: I think he's good at being Jeff Winger. I would never call oh, yeah. him an actor.
1: Yeah, true. But, like, he's, no, good but he at plays be, he's good
0: at being Jeff Winger. And he's but he plays that role well, well. He plays that role well, very well. Yeah, the smarmy arsehole very, very well. But you need to give him the writing to pull it off. And I don't think yeah. they did here.
1: No, I don't, I don't think they gave him enough. And again, I would have liked to have seen a bit more, uh, bit more of a side story with him and Melissa McCarthy. Like they were really at each other. And I liked that, but I don't think there was enough of that. And I think they could have played with that a bit more. I
0: wanted a bit more of Maya Rudolph as Bubbles.
1: Yes, I don't know why we didn't see more of that. I, I, I just think there were a lot of characters that I would have liked to see more of. Oh, they and could have done probably,
0: like there probably thing. is a cut somewhere where there is more of all of these characters because you've got, like, Elizabeth Banks in there um, who yeah. basically does nothing. But do you know what? What we do get is pretty serviceable, pretty passable.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, it, I didn't, like... With, with, with Dr. Doolittle, I'll, uh, five or six or whatever fucking movie you maybe. me watch. <laughs> I, I, I I was so close to switching it off but I knew I needed to persevere with this movie i was just really enjoyed it i was like oh, this is really it's, it's 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 fun i like i liked it because it was fun and there was like banter all the time i like sort of banter with characters and i liked the fact that these uh happy street characters had a sitcom and, um uh, you know but they've all they've all been fucked since that tv show and mm. You know, I, I, I like I like seeing that, and his brother, what's it, the detective's brother, I quite liked as well. Uh, but I think he died too soon. I would like to see and more. Spoiler that. alert! <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah. So with these movie reviews, how? Yeah, you can cut that out. But like, yeah, what of it? Can you say without giving away spoiler? Because I'm already I, alluded to that. I, I don't know.
0: This is, this is like. I'm not going to do out, my comes out of ten. These are going to be films that if you haven't seen um you're not going to yeah, see. You're not gonna... This one, I think people should see.
1: Yeah, I think absolutely people should watch. I think I humor think alone, I think, really holds us together. And mm. I like the fact that at the end of the outtakes, you see the way they did the animatronics yes. a little bit. I thought that, that that was great, especially with certain sexies that were going on. That was fantastic because it was, I don't know, it just made it more funny as well. They, they had the little outtakes and stuff. Yeah, I just think it was, I think actually it was really well done, like, Mm. you know, going from one scene to the other when the puppets were like, I'm always amazed about how they do that, Mm. because there's always people behind them as well, and always running back and forth to different places, and I'm always, I'm always impressed with how, like, that Henson Company does that with Mm. the puppets, Um, and yeah, I, I loved how sort of, like, yeah, fucking crude it was as well like the non-stop kind of <laughs> sex jokes. Um, again, yeah, I would have loved to see that bunny guy a bit more. I think I love the fact that there were those strip clubs they were. Uh, <laughs> and those bunny rabbits. And I love, I love the bunny rabbits in the strip club as well. I thought that was great with the carrots. Yeah. I love that. I love the fact that they made those bunnies, yeah, that hoarding, because it was quite funny. It was like, you know, you make like rabbits. And it's like, it's... I, 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 there was a lot of good parts to that movie. There was a lot of there was a lot of good parts. I I would. I don't know what it I'll give it though. Yeah. Uh, so
0: let's get to that. Uh, as always, if you hated it, put it in the bin. If you thought it was all right, stream it on Netflix. If you re- if you think it's worth a lot, if you think it's worth paying money for, pay full price for it. What would you do?
1: Could I go in between the Netflix and full price and say meant it?
0: You can have yeah, sure. Like a stream yeah or streaming. That's what I mean. Stream it. So, so
1: like I would say somewhere between Netflix streaming and maybe Amazon and out. Amazon, yeah I was a or like you know because you can get the opposite of renting movies out yeah uh because I think it's one of those things that i maybe watched once or twice but I wouldn't watch sort of again and again really uh like it they're enjoyable uh they're nice sort of to zone out too and yeah so yeah, I w- I would say between the whole Netflix and maybe right yeah, now, I and I'd, out, I'd be- I would I not buy out. I would personally, I would not buy out. Mm. But I'd
0: be- I'd like. say pay money to stream it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would. Oh
0: yeah, same here. All right, man. So plug your shit, go for
1: it. Oh fuck! Yeah, I always forget to do this. Um, so twenty fourth of actually, when will this be going online?
0: This week, man. This week.
1: Brilliant. Okay, so. 24th of July, yeah, I have an online Laughable gig. Uh, still need acts for it though. Uh, so if you're an act with a disability or a mental health condition, please send an email to at laughablecomedynight at gmail.com. I'll send you all the links, Nathan, you can put them all on there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow Facebook page, Laughable, give us a like. I'll be putting some videos on there soon. Um, and yeah to add uh, my personal twitter and facebook search mark Berkwood. uh it'll come up MB, mb comedian one on twitter uh i think that's it really but yeah 24th of july we've got laughable gig and the 14th of august they'll both be online um but yeah acts i need some acts for it so yeah Again, if you're an active mental health condition disability, please apply. If you're an audience member, there'll be event bite links going out on the last Fable page. So um stay tuned for that. All
0: right man, as always, it's been good talking to you.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate.
0: Okay.